Hello again. Hi, hi. How goes it? Pretty darn good. Same, same. Yes. Same, same. Woohoo. Ooh, dance moves. Yes. There's some secret ones in the last episode that you were busy <laughs> talking to. So you get to see them while you edit. <laughs> awesome. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> yes. I am sneaky, sneaky. Yes, you are. Um, so here we are recording. Word. Uh, we got coffee. We got crafts. I know. We'll have crime. I should have warmed my coffee up, but I did not. So it's like. I got a new cup. A little cold. Mm. Speaking fine. of coffee, I am drinking. Um, this is brewed by, or not brewed. I brew it. Um, I mean, I hope you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the roaster is Ceremony Coffee. They are out of Maryland Sweet. in Annapolis, but the actual coffee uh, shop coffee is mm-hmm. Drift. Okay. D-R-I-F-T, like drifting in a boat. Nice. They have a nifty little uh, sailboat on their logo. This is the bag. Ooh, yes, yes. This is their ceremony uh, minor moments blend. Nice. And it's a medium roast. I think it could be a little darker. Yeah. For a medium roast, it's, it's a little light, uh, but it's it's really pretty good. Uh, it's a chocolate creamy Ooh. note to it. That just means it packs a little more punch true right but um you need a little there's still like the i think i have to add a little extra than i usually do for other coffees right when i brew it but it's delicious get you some get you some Mm. yeah we we follow them on instagram also so uh yeah and it's delicious so that's all that matters you gotta have it a little different taste yeah yeah Mm -hmm. oh are you working on any crafties i am well to be honest i've been working on this one for a while but i need to finish it so i'm going to try and finish it uh this week but i have on and off i do like painting then embroider stitch Mm. So but this yeah, one, there's one behind it, you. It's beautiful. Yeah, this one is has a little That's so cool Edgar Allan Poe esque. Love it. But that all of this black is embroidery stitching. Um, so I I paint the canvas and then I stitch it. So yeah, and this I can one, vouch for her. I have a couple of these already and they're amazing. And this one is also for Heidi. Should I cover my eyes? No, because it's one you requested. Okay, carry on. So it's the one I've been meaning to get to you since your birthday. Uh. <laughs> but life, life, guys, well, life gets in the way. I understand. So uh, we are from California, as you guys know. And our flower is the golden poppy. So these 
I already did the painting for the color of the poppies. Oh, it's so pretty. So I painted the canvas and then I did those, if you can see. Oh, look at the little insides. Oh my gosh, they're so cool. And then, so now I am doing the stitching so you can see. Nice. So I use my nifty little thread and needle. Oh, I and need I to send that. Create that. Um, so basically for this, when I do it, I paint what I want. Mm -hmm. And then I go in and I, I draw on a paper. I stick it there and then I poke holes. Right. So once I'm ready to do the stitching, the holes are already there of what I plan on putting on the canvas. You're so smart. I would not have thought to do that, <laughs> but it's what I do for all of them. Like I, I draw them out on plain paper and then put it on the canvas that I've painted. Some of them I've done where I painted, well, I paint all of them first. Right. Like I've got a ton of them. Um, my friend Bill has my David Bowie uh, Ziggy Stardust. Oh, that's one of I, my faves. Can I commission one of those from you? You can. You not can for have. me. Well, I mean, okay. I would love one also, but like not specifically for me. Yeah, I I would love to recreate that one or it do a different. Three or, of them. Okay, I think we can work something <laughs> out for the three women. Mm. Me, yeah so I have I have like tons of ideas I just need the time to actually do it yeah the Ziggy but, Stardust send me a picture of the Ziggy Stardust one if you can because I want to post that to our Instagram oh yeah because sure, people are going to lose their mind I will it's in a very good home I know Bill listens so Yay, thanks Bill. again for being a fan thanks Bill <laughs> <laughs> um, please rate Rate and review us if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts. Thanks. I'll try and get them on. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so that's my coffee. That's my crafts. Are you ready for my crime? What are you covering? I'm so excited. Mm. I didn't tell Heidi at all about what I'm it's doing this time. Secret. Like usually, usually we talk about like who we're gonna cover, but not what about. And this time I so this was my selection process. I looked at my coworker the other day and I said, pick a state. Damn. Of course he picked us. He picked Idaho. And I was like, I can't do Idaho because Heidi's from there. She was born there and she probably is going to cover any zero pillars from there. I literally just covered one. And that's funny. That too. So I was like, no, pick a different state. So uh, this coworker picked North Dakota and I was like, Ooh. it's not a lot from North Dakota. No, no, there's, there's not. One, there's one. There really might big be a lot. There <laughs> might be a lot that are like not talked about or, or have been investigated. There might be a lot of creeps out there in the plane. I would think so. Cause it's like desolate. Yeah. There's not a whole lot. So, so picture so it, picture it. Okay. Niagara. North Dakota. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and the year is 1915. Can you picture it? Woo. That sounds just, rough. 
Yeah, let's just say it's a really tiny town, maybe a stop sign or two, and uh, there's rolling plains and some farmland. Hmm. All right. That's pretty much it. That's... Um, the population now is 53 people. Damn. And okay. back then it was about 200. So, wow. Mm-hmm. That's smaller than my hometown in Idaho. <laughs> yeah by a lot right so now if you can imagine a new to you house and farm and hiring people to go under the house to remodel and build a cellar wonder what that cellar's for what do you think of when going <laughs> and digging under an old house because me always being me my thoughts always go to dead bodies. Always. Always. And ding, ding, ding. You guessed it. Dead bodies. <sighs> there were six whole skeletons found and dug up. Holy shit. Yeah. So an investigation began into the skeletons, why they were there, were they murdered? Did they just die in natural causes? Someone decided, well, this will be a great burial, burial ground. Um, so what suspiciousness happened at the old butler farm? Oh, boy. Yeah. What the hell happened? <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> the mysteriousness. So... Who was the previous owner of the farm, you may ask? Yeah, I do ask. Well, let me take you back in the Wayback Machine to 1849. (laughs) Yes. Things were rough back then. That's like kind of around when my house was built, so. Yeah, so. Nobody had closets back then, you guys. There are no closets in my house. It's a problem. I've been there. There's no closets. It's a problem. It is. You have to make closets somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So little Eugene Butler was born in Royalton, New York to Ephraim and Rebecca Butler. He had two brothers and not much else is known about his early life and childhood, except that his parents were well-to-do and very prosperous. Okay. Now we fast forward in our way back forward machine. <laughs> if we go to the year 1882, uh, Butler was 33 years old and he wound up moving to Niagara, North Dakota. Apparently there was a thing back then that you could like the government would trade you mm-hmm. land if you ran a farm on it yep they would just give you land right and so he got a plot of land and then over the years uh bought out more acreage okay so he was 33 years old wealthy and moved to this land um the exact amount is not known but it in today's standards it would have been worth 1.5 million dollars i mean that's in North Dakota. That's a lot for North Dakota. I'm thinking like 
in California, that would not get you anything. That wouldn't get you but much of anything. For 1.5 million in property alone here in mm -hmm. Ohio, oh, yeah. you could you could get a big old ranch. Yeah, you could get quite a bit here in North or North. I almost said North Dakota. I'm not in North Dakota. I'm in yes. North Carolina. Thank goodness you're not in North Dakota. <laughs> I'd be cold right now. Yeah, it's freezing. Um, so he maintained the farm on his own, but he would hire help during the summer months. So yikes. That's mm -hmm. a lot of work. Even it was. I mean not much is known about what he did with the farmland, but he had that agreement to. Okay. So we don't know like what was. There's not a whole lot. Animals. I'm yeah, sure he had animals. I'm Yeah, he did. And we'll get to that. He at least okay. had one horse. Okay. Good to yes. know. Yes. Um, during his time there, he never married and he also lived as a recluse. He avoided his neighbors at all costs. And only left his farm to go to a nearby town called Laramie. Well, not, I almost said Laramie. Laramore. I was going to say Wyoming. <laughs> no. Kind of far. That's kind of far. No. Right. Uh, Laramore for business purposes. So okay. to hire people to mm. get supplies if he needed. Um, tales were reported that Butler had hallucinations and paranoia. Oh, boy. So not only was he there by himself, he was really um, by himself getting weird. So he probably was like, I mean, paranoid schizophrenia wasn't like a thing back then. No, not much was. He'll, we'll get into yeah. more. Yeah. Ooh. So, but this was still the late 1800s mm -hmm. and then moving forward to 1900. Um, tales were reported that he had the hallucinations paranoia he also believed all of the town's women all of them wanted to marry him and that all the men wanted to be him sounds like a narcissist to me but <laughs> delusional much <laughs> yeah uh, wow yes so he also he wouldn't have his photograph taken he didn't like his photograph taken because he felt as if his soul was being taken and then he would die okay yeah okay was mm -hmm. he a vampire <laughs> just a crazy man um yeah yeah so he was also haunted by the idea that someone was always after him or following him Jeez. I can't imagine living life like that. <clears throat> like that would be just always on edge and like, yeah. oh, who's there? Constantly what? like stressed out. Somebody's and gonna he's, get me. Right. And he, the only people around him are during the summer months uh, when he needed help and he didn't have anyone else around. So what, what was going on with his, you know, he was getting real out there. Yeah. And, uh, in 1906, he was deemed to be a public nuisance due to the fact that he would ride out on his horse. See, I told you he had one animal at least. One animal. Right. Rode out at night in the middle of the night on his horse, and he would scream at the top of his lungs. 
incoherently. You wouldn't really say much of anything. Um, but the activity got worse and worse, and it scared the little town in Niagara. Yikes. They I mean, all that was freaked that was... out. Like, I mean, if I got woken up in the middle of the night just screaming every night. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a time where that's happened to me. <laughs> and I can't think of any specifics. I can think of other things that have woken me up in the middle of the night for sure, like parties and I had I was living in an apartment um this was several several years ago and my middle one was a baby mm-hmm. and some dude was climbing into the window I woke dude. up to that oh hell no yeah apparently he might have been drunk and and want was like trying to get into his apartment but don't go into my baby's room. You're going to get a shotgun to your face. Uh, yeah. I will <laughs> blast your ass. Yeah. So um, not shortly after that, I uh, got myself in a house away from that apartment. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so we digressed. That's and okay. It's, yeah. It's what we do. Yeah. Uh, love it or leave it. Yeah. Mr. Butler, because he scared the little town, he was admitted to the North Dakota State Hospital. Okay. He became under the care, the medical care of Dr. W.M. Hotchkiss. And he lived. That's a name. So that is a name. Hotchkiss. Okay. Uh, He lived out his life in the asylum and died in 1913 of phlebitis which is a fancy science term for trauma or inflammation to his veins. So I'm guessing say, he had like oxygen loss, blood loss, like couldn't get blood to his brain maybe. Yeah. So that, that was the life and death of Mr. Eugene Butler. So go now again, back to 1915, where we started our story. Okay. Um, we discovered the skeletal remains and they were left and buried under his house, right? So detectives determined that the murders occurred between 1900 and 1906. And 1906 was when he totally lost it and was sent to the asylum. Oh boy. Definitely, science was definitely very different back then. And they had trouble identifying who the skeletons belong to. So all the skeletons, um, they found their skulls crushed, which maybe Butler should have been called the serial crusher instead maybe. of instead of the Great Plains butcher. Yeah. He wasn't really a butcher, but that's what they nicknamed him, the Great Plains butcher. Um, he was more of a serial crusher. <laughs> Are you crushing grapes all the time? <laughs> Cereal crusher. Okay. I'm a cereal crusher. Okay. So all the skeletons had their skulls crushed. It was done by a sharp object. The records don't say what. Um, And a couple of the bodies had their legs broken. I don't know if it was like after death or before, but something to get them into their little 
cellar grave. Um, all the bodies were identified as young men, and one was a boy between the ages of 15 and 18. So detectives had six bodies or six John Doe's. They never identified them with the cause of death, but no reason why they were murdered. Right. And strangely, no locals were reported missing during that time either. And since Butler died in the asylum before the discovery of the bodies, his motive was never determined. Mm -hmm. But speculation is that the victim's clothes were destroyed and most likely set a fire, which also created a problem for identification because they didn't have any clothes. The case files disappeared. And records have been lost or destroyed due to the age of the case and circumstances surrounding it. That's questionable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Highly. Highly questionable. Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. And after the investigation was complete, the story was made public. Strangers flocked to the farm and would find bone fragments as takeaways for souvenirs. God, people are... I mean, like, I get it because we collect, like, animal bones, but, like, just going onto somebody's farm. Uh, I mean, and they, like, those those bones could have possibly helped identify. I don't know. That's what Maybe I'm saying. someone can open this case back up and, and have, have these bones for yeah. DNA purposes because maybe you can find yeah. family, like, you know. Right, We're right, finding right. a lot of identities of people through DNA now. Yeah, the genealogy sites, because some of them have opened up their uh, databases to law enforcement. I mean, it means shit. It's a lot more resources now than in 1900. Figuring out who, you know, serial killers are, figuring out who their victims are, you know, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. I think it's amazing. I I love the science behind it. And I think it's fascinating. So, but, so now we're just on theory because, so based on what little facts and evidence we do have, my theory is that Butler probably hired these young men who were probably rambling men and traveled for work. So men whose home was the road and they never settled, um, which would be why it was easy for them to just disappear. Yeah. Also, I think Butler's motive behind killing was his mental state. Obviously, he was mm-hmm. off his rocker. And his solution, who, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I cannot speak. <laughs> um, his hallucinations and paranoia got the best of him. And 1906 was when the murder stopped and when he totally lost it and went into the asylum. So maybe the ghosts of his victims were haunting him. Maybe. And that's why he went totally bonkers. Cause I mean, if somebody killed me that way, you better believe that I would haunt the motherfucker for life. For life. Legit. I would just till you go life. absolutely nuts and I'd die like in creep, an asylum. I'd creep up behind him and be like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> What's your favorite coffee? Woo! <laughs> what art are we doing today? 
It'd be so creepy if a ghost was just asking you those weird questions. Oh, it's awesome. So a lot of mystery behind this one, but it's pretty interesting how they just unearthed the bodies. And then now here's another thing. I mean, it had to have been him. Right. But there's no real, real evidence that it was him that killed him. Just that the murders happened while he was in the home. Right. Everything is speculation. And I do agree with you on the theory that these were just working men that traveled. I mean, it happened a lot back then. Yeah. There were no records back then. Um, And I mean, it's not just in this case, but like there's so many lacking records from those times. I mean, nobody has records of a damn thing. Right. And that was what was so weird about it. Yeah. And so I'm trying to remember what I used. Uh, Murderpedia is always a good one. I only use a little bit from them because a lot of that stuff is like some of it's back and forth. And then there's some information that is like different. So I tried to get the most accurate um, information. There were some articles from the 1950, from 1915 from the local North Dakota. Oh, that's that cool. They had archived. Okay. Um, let me see. I was not as prepared as Heidi was for her with her, with her resources it's okay. I'm terrible about it it's okay I'm trying we, we I'm trying to get better against you we're not going to hold it against you it's fine <laughs> uh yeah so there's that there's the Grand Forks Herald okay and and what's this guy called again he is the Great Plains butcher or because of his scary horse riding in the middle of the night they called him the midnight rider oh can't steal that one that's a good song yeah anyway yikes yep so yeah i wonder if so do we know if this case is still open i don't know if it's open i feel like it's all closed because all the records were destroyed or lost Oh yeah, but they still have the I, there are some archive. That is a good question. I'd like to know if that's something. Have the, the skeletons for because if they do, like, let's try to get them to reopen it. Everybody, reach out to Niagara, North Dakota, about Eugene Butler. Eugene Butler about the skeletons. This is, this is the only picture. It's like a weird old school. Ooh, nice part he's very he's very in right now with his middle part (laughs) gen z would be so proud yes send send me that for sure because like wow his hair is amazing Um, right it's lovely yeah um and then because like what if they could get like dna samples get core samples out of these bones and put them in these genealogical like databases yeah and they can find because you can find, find people that families. are descendants 
-hmm. of his relatives because we don't know yes he didn't have kids but like maybe he's got cousins or something he has to have family somewhere well the the victims definitely have to the yeah 15 18 year olds probably yeah that'd be tough to find family for that one but i don't know people started know. families really you never know then. unless you try exactly i mean they were marrying girls yeah. off at like fucking 12 oh so. <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> i mean yikes i'm thinking when i was 12 like i can't even remember i was on a school. swim team and playing volleyball and doing karate like i had no yeah, I wasn't trying to have a family at 12. Nope, I was rocking flannels, playing basketball. Hell yeah. Wearing Converse. Hell yes, yeah. And OP shorts, OP Ooh. shorts. The corduroys, I miss My those. gosh, the OP shorts. Mm-hmm. All of these Gen Zers don't even know what they're missing. No idea the cool stuff. We could get vintage stuff for nothing at thrift shops. Yes, we loved Amvets. Oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I miss my dungarees. I want a pair of dungarees. Where are all our Navy boy friends? They're my dungarees, y'all. We need our dungarees back. And for real, like, send us some. I know you can't legally do that. Like, take your name off of them. I don't want your name on them. But, like, send them my way. Send them Kristen's way. That'd be real cool. Because I do miss my dungs. They were cool. They were. Dungies. Um, Ambets. If you are a San Diego person, go to Ambets. Because it's still there. Yeah, it's under the bridge. It's like a a dollar to get in. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or probably more than that. Probably now, more like, now, but it's the coolest. That was the place to go yeah. when we were teenagers. So cool. Got so many cool clothes. Oh my gosh. The the like 70s puffer jackets and vests. Kristen yes. was the queen of like queen of this, vests. The before they were vests. Things. They were so before cool. they were a thing. I was I was way cooler before my time. You're still cool. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just your kids don't see it but like we all see it so they think she's weird because why do you have so many skulls <laughs> because i do okay no like so when i went to the wedding and i had my face makeup on or whatever um i've facetimed my family oh she <laughs> and during getting ready and harper looks at me and she goes what's on your face i want your face back what is going on she's not because oh. i don't wear makeup they're used to my like normal bags under my eyes and for those that are not watching on youtube i just almost spit my coffee out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah she was pretty upset she was like get your face back where's your face (laughs) that's so funny kids see the funniest things i love it they do i love it too i love it fun so girls it's november and i kind of before we get off of here i want to talk a little about 
some holiday crafts. If anybody has any good ideas that they would like to see holiday crafts, message us. We want to know. And Kristen, do you have any ideas yet? Because I don't have anything. Anything? Um, I do have some more terrariums. She caught me on the spot. Sorry guys. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so I got cute. I got three of them. Uh, oh, they're the, awesome. The owner of the salon where I get my hair cut was selling them. And she was selling a bunch of like candlesticks too, like random candlesticks that so I got those. Really good deal. Super excited. Yeah. But so, I'm turning them into something for sure. So, nice. I think up. if uh everybody could write into our gmail mm-hmm. and give us suggestions that'd be awesome i am um uh, working on some other podcast art Ooh. i have to reformulate some things and yes. change some things to make some stuff for the holidays uh but i don't know maybe i'll look into a story about do you think there are like killer santas oh let's yeah gotta be something there's definitely i actually know of one so i won't say what i was thinking i know about one for sure and yeah i'm gonna do some it's a juicy holiday some holiday story i think okay holiday story sounds so let's start working on our spooky holiday stories (laughs) for Um, christmas i know (laughs) just to put you all in the spirit of christmas and murder (laughs) yikes there might Um, be some uh new year's yeah yeah so yeah i'll do the research on that but you can find us i'm gonna i'll do the spiel yes give the spiel you can find us at crime coffee and crafts.com um email us at crime coffee and crafts at gmail.com you can find us on Instagram at Crime Coffee and Crafts Pod. And you can use our link in our bio to get to like everything. You can find our YouTube from there. You can find our merch from there. You can find us all our stuff from there. Um, we have so really yeah. cool merch. We do. Really cool. Um, and more cool merch to come. Yes. So stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Because we have some ideas coming. That's about it rate and review us yes get us on the apple podcast please we need ratings five star ratings and reviews are really necessary they really help us like get out there grow we're trying to grow gotta have that to get the algorithm in the right area that's the key and interact with us on instagram and facebook tell us what you like what you don't like we are obviously at the beginning stages of all of this and we're having a lot of fun but you know if there's things that we can do better or improve upon or what have you just let us know but don't be a dick yeah be nice be nice about it Mm -hmm. um and if you have spooky tales true crime stories that have happened to you we don't want any that you've done we don't want to hear like that you murdered somebody because i don't need that in my life yeah i don't need that on my yeah but like invest yeah yeah no no but if you have true crime stories please 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 send them because we love that stuff and we want to start doing some listener tale stories because 
I mean, episodes. I think yeah. that would be fun. It would be fun. So that's about it. That's it. All I got. All I got. Tapped out. <laughs> it's almost gone. There's like mine too. It's sad. All right. We'll talk to you later. Ta-ta. For now.